If you are a working mother or mother-to-be who would like to strike a balance between caring for your family and succeeding in business, welcome to Mother Industrialist Live Show where we talk about entrepreneurship, parenting, and life. Kenneth Chu, the show host brings in a different guest every episode to share how to perfectly balance parenting and work. Today, more than ever, you can choose to live life on your own terms, to craft a future for yourself and your family that is emotionally and financially rewarding. So sit back and enjoy the show. And in this episode, we're going to talk about parenting your kids with purpose. Hi, welcome to episode 55 of Mother Industrialist Live Show, where we talk about entrepreneurship, parenting, and life. I'm Kenneth Chu, the host and also the author of Mother Industrialist. So this is my book, Mother Industrialist. So in Mother Industrialist, I've interviewed 15 mompreneurs that I personally know in the past 10 over years. And in this book, I featured, I interviewed them and featured them. And I'm also using this, what I call the three P's, which is passion, purpose, and profit to illustrate their stories, to illustrate their entrepreneurship journey. At the same time, to share with the audience, to share with the readers, how they can use the three P's to kickstart their entrepreneurial journey. And in this episode, we're going to talk about parenting your kids with purpose. And today is not about me, today is about this awesome, awesome lady that I've connected through uh, Facebook, uh, through our publisher. And she's the author of Parenting Your Kids with Purpose. She's a life coach, she's a speaker, and she's a granny with five children and 12 grandchildren. So without further ado, let us welcome Susie. Hi, Hi. Susie. <laughs> Good to have you onto my it's show. It's so good to be here. Well, I'm so welcome. excited. <laughs> Me too. Yeah, I know that it's uh, it's really early in the morning for you. We have about like thirteen hours of time difference. I'm, I'm <laughs> yes. living. I'm living in the future now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. So good to have you. And uh, before we uh, officially kick start the show, there's a tradition um, that I have which is every guest get to ask the question of the day to the guest and also out to the audience. So are you ready to answer the question of the day posted by the previous guest? Sure. Okay, cool. So the question of the day posted by the previous guest is, are you utilizing technology in your business to your best advantage? So I repeat again, are you utilizing technology in your business to your best advantage. So spend some time to think about it while I go onto Facebook to see if we are live successfully and I'll come back to you, okay? Okay. Good. Okay, let me check if we are live successfully. Okay, we are live now and I can hear both your voice and mine. Okay, audio is good to go and we have some guests coming on live. Maybe uh, Susie, you can say hi to them. Hello there. 
I'm so glad that y'all were able to join Kenneth on his show, and we're going to be talking about some good stuff today. So I'm glad uh, all y'all that are uh, on on the show today, I'm glad you took the time to set aside for yourself and be here. You're going to learn some great stuff today. Wow, that's cool. Thanks a lot, Susie. And uh, are you ready with your answer to the question of the day? Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay, cool. So um, share it with us. Well, the question, am I utilizing technology in my business? I, I definitely am. And it's really interesting because um, I didn't necessarily know a lot about technology before I started my business, but I had to learn. And one of the ways that I learned, because you, we all know how it is to work on a budget, <laughs> uh, I, I did a lot of research and learning on my own and reaching out to people who did know. And so, yeah, I do use technology a lot. Um, I, I've learned so much in the past year, um, uh, just in, in all different aspects, uh, not only in social media, but, uh, you know, I pretty much created my own website wow. and uh, I, I took about six or seven months to study and do that. So, yeah, I, I've, I've learned a lot and it's very important um, uh, to, to use that because that's where, especially busy moms, yeah. <laughs> you know, uh, that's kind of where they have an opportunity to, uh, kind of take a minute for themselves also, you know? Yeah, that's good. And, and, and also it's amazing because you are a granny now, you have child grandchildren and you are learning, uh, to set up your own website for your own, your business, your coaching business. And it's really inspiring because, um, we, we, I, I, I don't really know of any uh, grandparents that are learning how to set up their own website, <laughs> build their own website, or, or they are constantly learning at, at the same time. So that is a, a really, really a good answer to the question of the day. And now we can officially kickstart with the show. So I see there's some uh, guests that's coming on live. Do let us know where you are tuning in from. Uh, uh, drop us a comment and let us know where you are from and at the same time for those who are tuning in uh, Maybe you can share with us your answer uh, To the question of the day of today and uh, are you utilizing technology in your business to your best advantage? Do give us your, um, your answers in the comment section. So now we can officially kickstart with the show Susie Well, I wanted to just uh take a minute first of all to thank you so much for having me on um kenneth and i have uh like he said we we've had the same publisher and so uh for the past year or so we've been kind of kicking ideas and things back and forth and kenneth's doing some great work with his mother industrial industrialist book and the things that he does and so i just i thank you for what you're doing uh to help moms kenneth that's it's really great to be able to have uh, somebody to, to do that. And so I appreciate that. And I appreciate you having me on the show. Mm -hmm. Um, thanks I just lot, wanted to, I'm sorry, what did you uh, say? Well, I say thanks a lot for that, uh, the, for the encouragement and, and really, uh, really grateful. If not for our publisher, I don't think that all this will be happening. And oh, absolutely. I'm glad that I, I'm connected with a lot of mompreneurs, uh, especially those who are um, in the, with the same publisher, uh, yeah. Books, Jerry Robert, and and also really thanks for making time uh, to come onto my show. So mm -hmm. before we, we start, uh, maybe you can do a short introduction uh, out to the audience who do not know um, about you, uh, and at the same time you can share with them uh, what are you do currently doing and what were you doing previously. Okay, uh, currently 
Uh, like you mentioned, I'm a life coach. I've been doing that for the past couple of years. I really enjoy that. <laughs> and I've been doing some speaking and I'm probably, that's what I'm fixing to start um, working on, uh, getting some more speaking engagements and getting some more life coaching clients. I do have two other books that I'm working on wow. to write. So um, it, those things are keeping me pretty busy. Uh, previously, before I started this, I taught school for 21 years and I taught at all grade levels. My, my specialty was reading. Um, and in the first part of my career, I taught um, first, third, fourth, and sixth grade. And then in the last part of my career, I was an assistant band director and a choral director. And so I really enjoyed that time in my life. And I learned so much from my students and watching the, the relationship between their parents and them. And so I really learned a lot about parenting uh, in that setting. And, and that really helped me as I started raising my children. Um, I quit teaching in 2010 and thought I would go back. Uh, but then I just, I got busy doing all the things that I dreamed about doing. And so I never went back to, to teaching, but I've had a very blessed life and I've loved everything that I've done. Wow, that's cool. So you, you, you were saying that um, you left uh, teaching in 2010. So what mm -hmm. were you doing uh, this, this past nine years? I mean, you can share with us a bit of what Well, the first, the first little bit, I just needed a rest. I, mm -hmm. I was burned out from teaching. I would, um, because I was uh, a band director and choir director, um, I spent hours before school and after school mm -hmm. and on weekends uh, giving voice lessons and taking kids to contest uh, in band and in choir. And so, mm. so my schedule was just very, very busy. It was not unusual for me to be at school by seven o'clock in the morning, do my work day and still be there at 830 at night working with kids. And it was just hard. You know, it was just hard on me. And um, the older I got, especially. <laughs> so uh, the first couple of years, I just kind of rested. My husband and I did a lot of traveling and we mm. did a lot of personal development. We worked on, on, on us, you know, wow. just what are our goals? What are our dreams? What do we want to achieve, you know, that we haven't. Mm. And then the, the last years have been um, putting those things into motion, you know. Wow. And, and you were saying that um, that was nine years ago and you stopped teaching and you went for personal development because a lot of times I will hear um, like people who are very educated, uh, knowledgeable, they'll say, oh, I've learned a lot of things. Why, why do you see there's a need for you to have more personal development, although you've been like, like teaching, been, been like educated, and why are you going back to, to learn things? You can share with us, like for you being granny at the same time. Well, I think one of the things is that, you know, we go through our life sometimes just doing the things we have to do. And then when we get to a point where we're able to think outside of how am I going to make this payment and how am I going to do this and how am I going to do that? And, and you start thinking about all the dreams uh, and visions and hopes that you've had in the back of your mind your whole life, things that you wanted to achieve but didn't really see a way or see a path. And so for me, I was able to think, okay, now I have the time to accomplish some of these things. So uh, what is it that I need to do to be able to do it? And it started with personal development because, you know, you've got to, as you know, Kenneth, <laughs> you've got to have your mindset right yep. 
to be able to do uh, some of these things that you want to do because sometimes we have a life of, oh, I can't do that or I'm too old for this or it, it, you know, whatever we tell ourselves, sometimes we have limiting beliefs. Um, and so you, sometimes you have to work past that uh, to get to a point of uh, believing in yourself and finding um, information that you do need to know. Just like I was, you were, you know, asking about technology earlier. Mm, yeah. I didn't, I wasn't very familiar with that. So I needed to learn what I needed to learn <laughs> to mm. move forward. So. And that, that is very interesting because like, like you mentioned, right. Um, that you talk about mindset, but most people, most, especially when, um, I would say if you are working in an education environment, everything is very comfortable. And is, is it the burnout that make you take the step out of the box, out of your comfort zone? Was it that burnout that you have in teaching that causes you to really, hey, uh, it's enough, I need to do something new? Is that, is that moment that uh, help you to step out and really go into personal development, to learn new things? Was that that moment that, that really pushes you out of your comfort zone? You know, it really wasn't the burnout. It was the desire to do some things mm. that had always been on my mind. Um, I had, I, if, if it's okay, I'm going to give you a couple of examples. Yep. Yep. Um, I'm, even though I had quit teaching, I missed directing a choir. Mm. And so I thought for a couple of years about starting a community choir. But, mm. you know, I was like, eh, I don't know if I can do that, you know. And um, so after doing some personal development, I'm like, yeah, I can do this. Mm. And so I did. In 2014, I started a, a community choir in our, in our city. And, and we're starting our sixth season this year. Mm. And uh, for 18 years, I had had a vision that I wanted to build an, um, a performing arts center here in our city. Mm. And I spent most of those years, uh, I never even told anybody about it, mm. but I spent most of those years saying, oh, people like me don't do stuff like, you know, <laughs> we don't do stuff like that. And so um, I think whenever we're able to focus on dreams and goals that we really mm. want, um, then we have to take them. We, by nature, we just start taking the necessary actions to get there. And part mm. of that is personal development, wow. you know? And, and why, why do I want to dive deep into this? It's because I heard a lot of, I would say, excuses or a reason that um, they cannot do this, especially for mothers. They will say, oh, I'm a mom, I have three kids, I have a job, I need to juggle both motherhood and work. Uh, I'm too old for this, and and there's a lot, and what what really um, that I want to find out from you is because you are much senior than us, so you have you might have a lot of reason not to do that, and you choose to do that because of your dreams, and uh, was that like you always had that dream even though you were teaching or your dream were being. Um, I would say being crushed or you say, oh, I'm too old, like it's too old for me to, to pursue my dream. Was, was there a moment that you almost give up on your dreams or your dreams is always there? Well, you know, Kenneth, that's a great question. Um, you know, when we go after the things that we want to uh, accomplish and, um, and get to in life, it's a daily a thing. I mean, yesterday I was working. I'm, I'm doing, it's hard work to be a mom. Yeah. 
and to go after your dreams also, you know? And so, I mean, yesterday I was up here at the office working and I've been working really hard all week on some, um, on some stuff. And yesterday I just sat back and cried for a minute, you know, Mm -hmm. because um, I hadn't gotten a lot of sleep this week. I've been pushing uh, myself to really uh, do the work that I need to be doing. Mm -hmm. And, you know, so we, we do have those moments mm. where we're frustrated and we think, I can't do this. But for me, uh, and I, I believe this is probably true for you of why mm. you do what you do <laughs> also, we start thinking about the people that we have the opportunity mm. to help. Yep. And for people like you and I, Kenneth, that's what keeps us going. Um, yep. It's not... Um, it's not what necessarily what we're getting out of it, but mm. the fact that you, we've been blessed yes. with an ability to connect with moms and uh, with people and help them um, help help them help themselves to get to where they want to be. Yes, yes. and and you are absolutely right, and that is that is something that I I'm always curious that like like from the moment I I know you. I know about your background. I know you were teaching your grand- grandmother, and and this is something that that I want to share with the audience out there. A lot of times, their dreams is about themselves. When your dreams are that small, um, it's hard for you to overcome all the obstacles, the challenges in life. Like for me, my why is not not just for myself. It's for a bigger vision. Is for you can say it for my children, but I see it more than just my, my daughter, just my family members, my loved ones. It's maybe for the livelihood for a lot of mothers. And for those who know me, I'm really passionate in advocating mompreneurship to mothers. And there's a lot of reason why, uh, because of what uh, the future that we're going into. And also, um, are we ready f- to craft a better future for our children? And that's mm-hmm. why I feel that mompreneurship is something that I've seen in a lot of mompreneurs that I worked in the past 10 over years. That's why I want to, I want to share on this. And I'm also very inspired by you because of you writing a book about parenting your kids with a purpose. Because in my book, I talk about passion, purpose, and profit. And <laughs> uh-huh. this is something that uh, um, just before we start the show, you shared with me that um, precisely that's the reason why you, you wrote this book. And maybe you can share with us, uh, why do you write this book? parenting your kids with purpose? Well, when you get to be my age and you're able to look back on your parenting when you were younger, there's a lot of things you learn, you know? And, uh, you you know, put that with, uh, again, what I've learned from uh, watching my students and their parents and their interactions. Mm. Um, and so um, when my children got to the age where they were having kids, that's when they became very interested in my parenting strategies. And so uh, as they were asking questions and saying, hey, mom, how did you handle this? Or how did you do this? My husband and I were talking one day and he said, you know, you should write all this stuff down and give it to them. And I said, you know, that's a great idea. So I started writing all this stuff down. And then whenever uh, I got, you know, as I started getting into it, one day my husband came home and he said, hey, uh, I come across... um, uh, an opportunity for you to go. And it was one of Jerry Roberts um, um, okay. seminars. Okay. And so we went there and then it just, uh, you know, took off. But originally it was because 
of, of my kids asking me, how do, how do I handle this? How do I handle that? And then I, I also, I'm very active in my community and my church, and I've done a lot of mentoring over the years. And so as I would have people uh, come to me, that was the, a huge topic, parenting. And so I thought, hey, uh, I'm just going to, I'm just going to get this down and put it out there. <laughs> yeah, that, that's really awesome. And and I just thought I was, was about to, to say that, um, that even for me, I have 10-year-old daughter. I will not say that I have a lot of years of experience of being a parent. But because of me working with a lot of mompreneurs uh, 10 over years ago, I've learned a lot from them by sharing. Because some of them have mm-hmm. like three, four kids and with a business, it's crazy. I do not know how they do it. But uh, they share with me a lot. And by doing this Mother Industry Live show, I learned from now currently episode 55. I've learned from 55 mompreneurs that share with me how to juggle their business, how to juggle their parenting. And that is a lot of things. And, and that helped me a lot in me uh, coaching mothers who want to start business, balancing both business and work, balancing uh, business and motherhood. And and one thing I want to say is um, all of us started new as new parents from their, our first child and there's always a saying that there's no uh, menu to uh to parenting so now when with your book i would say it, it's kind of like a menu for us like a guidebook for us to mm-hmm. really uh, know a bit more about parenting and how to parent um, better children and what is the best way when you have living testimonials you have uh, five children 12 grandchildren and and how you can impart all this parenting skill down to them, especially coming out with this uh, book, which is Parenting Your Kids with Purpose. And so why parenting kids with purpose? Can't it be like parenting your kids with passion or things like that? Why is it the purpose? Why is it that important? Well, it's important because, you know, it, it's the same analogy as if you're going to go on a trip um, and you have no idea where you're going, uh, you might take a lot longer to get there, you know, mm. or you might not ever reach uh, okay. the destination. And so uh, it's the same way with parenting, you know, to think about your purpose. Um, and what what I've discovered and probably one of the things that if I could go back and, and do over again, mm. uh, to really understand that everything that you do as a person whether it's in your relationships with other people or whether it's in your parenting, um, you, you've got to tap into your core values. Mm. And everything you do and every decision you make should fall under the umbrella of those core values. Um, and when that happens, it makes your decision-making a lot easier. Mm. Now, in the, in, in the book, Thinking About Parenting Your Kids with Purpose, um, just to put it simply, doing that starts with you. You know, you, you've got to examine yourself. And in my book, that's what I do. I take nine different area areas, mm-hmm. things like uh, competence, mm-hmm. uh, communication, handling decisions, uh, decision making, handling disappointments, consistency, uh, different things. And I ask the parent to look at how do you maneuver and operate in these areas? Mm-hmm. And what are your kids learning about those things from watching you because unfortunately sometimes we have attitudes behaviors and actions that we use and that we believe Mm. that really 
aren't effective in getting us to where we want to be. And so um, to me, parenting effectively means starting with you, the parent, mm. and making sure that if you've got any limiting beliefs or negative things in your life, mm -hmm. that you get rid of those so that you're teaching your kids the best of you yeah. and not the, you know, the negative things that don't really work. Because mm. if, if you're teaching them negative things that don't really work, they're not going to have um, a, the life that you dream of for them, you know? Yep, yep. And, and I can see that your, your book is really structured. Like you have nine different ways uh, to really reflect or like a checklist for them to really see where they are, to really mm -hmm. discover more of themselves or having the awareness. And so what do you see that, what are the common things that uh, most parents have, especially with your, with these nine methods that, or my, nine ways for you to find out more? What are the common challenges for parents when they are parenting their children? Well, I, I think time is a huge thing. I know, um, you know, I just look at my, at my children and, you know, they're working full-time jobs and they've got three or four kids. Um, one of my, uh, my oldest son and his wife are going to be having their sixth child wow. in November. Well, and so, I know. <laughs> uh, and so, you know, the time, uh, the time. And sometimes we're physically drained. Yeah. And how, how do you dig down deep to, to have patience with your kids or to mm. spend time, the time that you need to with your kids when you aren't uh, your best? You know, you're mm. tired, you're drained, you're frustrated, you're, you're, um, you're on edge, you, you know, you don't have as much patience. Mm. And so I think it's important you have to take care of yourself, you know, now, I'm not saying take care of yourself only. I'm just saying that you have to sneak uh, times here and there uh, to take care of yourself so that you're good for your children. Mm. Um, and so that's probably, um, you know, the, the biggest thing because a lot of times parents don't take care of themselves. Yep. They're, they're, they're busy trying to be the, the uh, um, employee that they need to be. They're yep. busy trying to be the spouse that they need to be. Mm. They're busy trying to be... And so they, they don't have time for themselves. And so then when it comes down to it, they've given all of their patience and best mm -hmm. part of themselves to everybody throughout the day. And yeah. then when they get home in the evening and their kids need that, yeah. they're like, I'm done, <laughs> you know? <laughs> and so you have, to, yeah, you have to dig down and, and, and say, you know what, I don't necessarily feel like doing this right now, but I know this is what my kids need. And so I'm going to push on and give them what I need. What, what they need you know mm. so I would say that's probably one of one of the big things yeah and and and, and, and this is what I, I've shared in um, a few of the, uh, the past episode that a lot of mothers are are giving too much and uh, giving too much uh, for anybody except themselves mm -hmm. and that's where I talk a lot about um, self-love and self-care Mm -hmm. And uh, that that comes with um, like this analogy that I always use, like um, like, like when you when, when you are on on the plane, when you are there's an in flight instruction. Mm -hmm. So when there's any accident, lack of oxygen, the oxygen mask will, will drop down, and they they advise you to put it on yourself first before you attend to your child. Yeah. 
and the reason why and this, I always use this analogy to share with my the mothers that I coach is that you have to save yourself before you can save your children because if if you save your children your children will not have the strength the ability or capability to even to save you mm-hmm. where you have to save yourself so that you have the ability to save your children and that's where the oxygen mask is very important for you to attend to yourself so that you can attend to your children mm-hmm. because you have more ability and that is but in reality a lot of mothers are doing it in reverse they are saving yeah. their children and they are suffocating they are um they are they are depleting over time physically mentally emotionally psychologically and that's why there's a lot of pressure that a lot of mothers are having and mm-hmm. having to work um to be a working mom that is really even more demanding on them and imagine all of us have 24 hours and all of that 24 hours are given to other people except themselves so how will yes. you feel in the end if this continue and it just com- it's it's really compounding over time and you realize that you you are so stressed out you are burned out you don't even take care of yourself um you lose your figure you lose your self confidence you lose your self esteem in the end you realize that hey uh you broke down And yeah. when you break broke down, you realize that hey, you should not have done that. And when you broke down, who's who's going to suffer? Your children, mm-hmm. the people around well, you. Yeah, and 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 another thing, um, Kenneth, you know, back whenever I was talking about core values, yeah. you know, there are there are a lot of things that come into our lives, and as we spoke earlier about, uh, we, you and I, and uh, and many others, uh, we we do want to help other people, mm-hmm. and so. There's a lot of good things that come into our life that we want to do, yeah. but but we have to get to a point where we ask ourselves, okay, is this going to fit under my core values? Yeah. You know, when you identify what your core values are, if your core values are family and children, yeah. then some of the things that that come your way, um, you may have to say no to right now. Yeah. Yep. It doesn't mean that you can't say yes to them later, Mm-mm. but I, I just find that to be a really good. Um, a really good thing to use in in knowing what you're to say yes to and what you're to say no to, mm. um, and to think about, like you said earlier, you know where your kids are in 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 their stage of life because there's different times where you may be uh, a little bit more available things mm. than you are at other times, depending on your kids. Uh, development in their age and everything, but I have just really found that to be a great thing to do because I'm one, and I would assume Kenneth that you're probably the exact same way. <laughs> where uh, something good, somebody asks me to do something, I'm like, oh yeah, that, I, I want to help you do that. Mm-hmm. But then I have to stop and say, okay, how is this going to fit into my core values of what I want to achieve? Mm-hmm. And if the answer is, well, you know, right now it really will really will take me away from mm-hmm. uh, where I'm headed. Then you know I politely decline right then because it's not taking me where I want to be. Yeah, and and you you just mentioned about the core values, which is very interesting. How do you derive with these core values? Well, you know, for we have a moral code <laughs> in in the world. There is a moral code, you yeah. know. And different individuals, um, that moral code has come from uh, different places. But for me personally, mm. I am um, I'm a Christian. 
And so I believe um, that uh, the Bible is um, where our morals and values come from. Mm. Um, And even if I weren't a Christian, I think as I've studied the Bible, um, there's just good, good concepts and ways to live Mm -mm. that that love other people and treat other people with respect. Mm -hmm. You know, there's concepts in there. And so for me, that's my, that's my moral compass. Mm -hmm. You know, everything that I do is um, measured against um, uh, the truth in the Bible. And Mm -hmm. so, um, but each person, you know, everybody has uh, their moral compass, you know, what, where it comes from. Um, and so I can't answer that for everybody, but I know for me, mm. that's, that's where my values come from. But you can also just think about what, how do you want your life to be? Mm. What, how do you want people to treat you? How do you want to treat others? What, what are your goals? And you put all that together and then you make a list of, well, how am I going to get there? Mm. You know, what is it going to take to get me from where I am? to being the person that I want to be, to being the parent that I want to be, to being uh, achieving the goals that I want to achieve. And then as you answer those questions and you write down your list of things it's going to take to get there, then anything that enters in the picture that doesn't move you towards where you want to be, it's not something that, that you need to focus on right now. Yeah. So do you pen down your core values? You write them down? Oh yes, so yes. Is that, is, it's is the that, same. Is yeah, that a long list. <laughs> yeah, um, because again, just like I, the example I gave earlier about you know going on a trip and not having a specific destination, you you'll, you're you know you were go- you're going someplace, but mm. you're you're not exactly sure. And so, how do you know when you're going to get there? And it's the same thing. Um, you have to know. And I find uh, things that are important to me. Um, I write them down and I post them on my refrigerator so that I see them every day because we do get busy. Our mind yeah. does get clogged with other things. Um, temptations come into our mind that pull yeah. us away from the things that we want to accomplish. You know, yeah. just like yesterday, the, t- the temptation to just throw my hands in the air and quit because yeah. it was getting, it's, it's too hard. You yeah. know, yeah. I-, I have to go back and remind myself and the best way to remind myself is to, look at it, you know, yeah. and, and read it and tell it to myself. <laughs> yeah, and, and post it at a, at a very prominent place. Like for me, yes. I, have, I have my uh, goal cards and my dream cards uh, being placed um, very near to my, be- before I go into the bathroom. So it's uh-huh. on top of my mirror. So mm-hmm. I have all my code cards, my goal cards, my dream cards, it's all there. So every day uh, when I, like, I, I dress up, I... Do uh, myself. I will. I will be seeing it, all those dream cards, the goal cards. And I was like, okay, have I done this? Have I done that? Yeah. <laughs> so it's like really like like what you what you call like um like a compass. Uh, it's it's like our GPS. This is something yeah. that I always share with my my um, people that I coach, which is you have to know your destination and how to get there. You need to have the step by step, like like different checkpoints. So you need to write it down, and uh you. If you do not have your end destination, you don't even know where you're going. Yes. So the, the most important thing is where you want to go. Like for me, very simple is to build a legacy. Mm-hmm. Yes. And empower mothers. That's the thing. I do not know how am I going to do it being a man, but I know I'm going to do it. 
Yeah. So, so, so along the way, you will find bits and pieces. And like what you mentioned in the very beginning is your why and uh, your desire and what you really want to do in, in your life. And that mm -hmm. also brings me to, um, to how this, this, this is a very interesting question that I'm going to ask. Um, maybe a lot of parents have that in their mind is how can parents parent their kid with purpose where they might not even found their own purpose in life? Well, that, that's a great question, Ken. And um, that's why, that's one of the reasons why I've written my book. I do spend a lot of time in my book talking about, uh, and I've mentioned earlier, talking about getting yourself, getting yourself right, getting your mindset right. Mm. And so that's why it's so important for you to stop and take some time and figure out what is it that you want to be um, in, in all areas of your life? You know, we, uh, like I mentioned before, uh, what, kind of a, what kind of a person do you want to be? Mm. Uh, how do you want to um, handle situations? What kind of a parent do you want to be? What kind of a spouse do you want to be? What mm. kind, you know, you think about all these things. And as you, as you write down these things and as you think about them, that becomes... And those become important things. Those, those are who you are and who you want to be. Mm. And those are the things that you want to pass on to your kids. Mm -hmm. And so if you haven't done that yet, then you are kind of just uh, throwing spaghetti at the wall <laughs> and letting, you know, it doesn't necessarily stick, you know? Mm. And so uh, to me, uh, whenever, I, that's one thing I look back on and wish I had done a better job at mm. when I was younger uh, is, really identifying what kind of a, what kind of a person do I want my children to be? Mm. You know, do I, how do I want them to be in their teenage years? Do I want them to be, uh, have a healthy level of confidence in the things that they do mm. or, um, or not? Because if I want them to have a healthy level of confidence, then I'm going to have to have a healthy level of confidence and teach them mm. how to have a healthy level of confidence. Yeah. If I, if I have low confidence, then more than likely my children are going to grow up with low confidence. And then in their teenage years, that's going to affect them. Yep. And, and so you can take that in every area that you, that is important to you and ask yourself, how do I want my children to operate in life when mm. they're a teenager, when they're an adult? Yep. And then after I identify those things to say, okay, well, what's it going to take for that to happen? Mm. And it usually starts with the parent. Yep changing some things so that the children see what it is that you're wanting them to learn. Yeah. And, and, and that, uh, after you have shared that, right, I, I, I wrote a quote, which is, uh, it start with you, not your children. Yeah. Yeah. So I just have this, this idea. And also I, I realized something while you were speaking or while you were sharing on this part, I realized that if, I do not know whether is it the same uh, for parents over um, in your country that parents are very good at planning for their children, but mm -hmm. not for themselves. Mm -hmm. <laughs> like like my wife will start, okay, uh, in the morning she need to have a breakfast, need to wear her clothes, need to go to school, need to wear this shoe, need to um, change her clothes, everything packed for her, even before we went, go for a vacation. She will say, okay, um, this is the, the toiletries they need to use for day one, day two, day three, day four. So it's, 
everything is planned but for her, herself none of this is happening for her they don't yeah. they don't plan for them themselves they plan for their children to maybe to they graduate but they do not even think think of plan for themselves well kenneth i think one of the reasons that they do that especially moms do that is because it's 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 more convenient i mean here we are in the mornings and we're trying to you know, we've, we've got from the time we get up and get breakfast and get the kids ready and get out the door and get to work, you know, everything has to run very efficiently for us to be at work on time. Mm -hmm. And so one of the things that helps as, as a mom is we take care of all the little details mm -hmm. so that there's no interruptions in the flow of the, of the morning. Mm -hmm. But the unintended thing that happens when we plan out all of their things is they don't learn how to do it themselves. Yep. And so when they have everything done for them, they become very dependent. And then we find them, you know, they've graduated from high school mm. and they've never done these things for themselves yeah. and they live out on their own and they're like, well, I don't know how to do these things. And, you know, my kids, well, having five kids and working a full-time job, um, they, they had to help out. And so my children, as young as, you know, well, if the, the ones that couldn't read, I drew pictures on mm. index cards and posted of how to do the laundry. Wow. And, I, and, and then I wrote instructions for the ones that could read. And so my children at a very young age learned how to do their own laundry. Yeah. Now, some people might think, well, that is just horrible. You making your kids do their own laundry. But when my youngest son graduated from high school, I also taught him how to cook, yeah. you know, and yeah. how to clean. Yep. And when my youngest son graduated from high school and went uh, his first semester to college, the very first thing he called home and told me was, Mom, these people down here don't even know how to do their own laundry. They don't know how to cook. He was like in shock. And so he, you know, that me, me giving them opportunities to be independent when they were young. Now, I didn't say to be in control and making the decisions that a parent should make, but I'm talking about giving them opportunities to, um, to, to experience uh, decision-making and consequences and how learning how to do things on their own, then that set them up for success yep. when they became adults. All right. And, and you, you, have, you, have, you have just pointed out something that, that had always been in my mind and you have uh, put it, it very nicely um, because you, you, it's good that a parent is doing all this stuff for the, for the children, but on the long run in the future that's why i, I because for me i work with all these mom planners they have children of different age group so as i see in the past 10 of years they have grown up they have grown up and a lot of them are, are very independent because their mothers are mom planners they manage their own business they mm -hmm. allow their children for those who allow their children to to help out in their business they grew become they, they grew up to become more i would say more of an influence, more of a leadership mm -hmm. qualities. Yes. And some of them, um, they are, they, they are, how should I say, they are performing even better in all walks of life. They are better, yes. they are good communicator. So they mm -hmm. are, these are life skills that in school, academic wise, you can't, you can't teach, you can't teach that. You have to teach that in your day to day life. Like, like my daughter that day, she was telling me that I brought her to Science Center because two years ago, uh, I brought her there for a charity that I've, I've organized with a team. So she said, hey, daddy, um, when is the next time you're going to do this charity drive? I said, you still remember that? 
So she's very intrigued in that. I, I, I love to do this. I love to help the, the, the less privileged children. And, and um, back then, um, it was those that can't see and can't hear. And, and she really wanted to really give back. So these are things, opportunity that a lot of parents are not giving their children to explore, to really um, discover themselves, for the children to discover, discover themselves what kind of person they are. And this is very important for, for the future. And you, you mentioned that, that your, your, is it your son that, that was saying that in high school that a lot of them can't do their laundry? It's the same mm -hmm. for a lot of children now. And uh, that day, one of my, uh, my nieces, uh, not, I would say my cousins, so uh, young cousins. So they they got, they had their uh, they had their driving license, but when their their tire got, uh, got punctured, they they do not know how to change tire <laughs> because it's always their parents doing the changing. So yeah. so it it is it's very widely um seen in developed country that uh, even the country even the government is doing a lot of things for a lot of people even for adults, make it mm -hmm. so convenient. Like, like I, I totally resonate with you when you say that uh, when, uh, when we are given the opportunity to learn when we were kids, like because I'm the eldest, I have two younger sisters. So since young, my mom has always trained me to cook, to do laundry, uh, to do sewing. And mm -hmm. that's why now at home, I can do a lot of things. But the, the thing that I, I was not trained was um, the electricity, like all the electrical appliances, like uh -huh. the bulb and all that. Because my dad is a mechanic, so he's very good with that. He, and he deprived me from doing any of that. <laughs> so like he's so good that he do it really fast so that, that I will not have my hands on it. But my mom <laughs> just trained me. So I can do a lot of things. Like when I, when I go, go into the army, uh, I can do a lot of things. I can wash mm -hmm. my things. I can sew my own button if I if I if my, the button comes off. Uh, I I'm basically I can survive because that is the life skill that I have that that I mm -hmm. see and that I want wanted my my daughter to have. But I would say that because the mass majority of the parents are not giving their children the opportunity, that also became like a like it's it's a norm that that children are not not supposed to learn all this stuff or learn to cook at a very young age. Mm -hmm. And and this is something that I, I felt that is is taking away the, the the ability for them to be better leaders in the future. Because mm -hmm. these are life skills that, that I feel that uh, where we are today is because of all this opportunity that's given to us. Because our our parents are they, they are not educated enough, so they need to work in jobs that require more time. And that's where um, they, we have to do a lot of things by ourselves. And because we also don't come from a wealthy family or well-to-do family, we were poor because our parents are not educated and a lot of stuff. So we came from that, that developing country, that, that frugal environment. But nowadays, a lot of kids in developed countries, they have all this in their environment. Like they can have iPad, iPhone, easily accessible yeah. to them as compared in the past. So what is the challenges that you you see that uh, of parents today and in the past? Well, um, I think the challenges basically 
uh, or this, uh, most of the challenges are the same. But one of the things that, uh, you know, if you look at what the, the intellectual stimulation that kids have today mm. versus what they had, you know, even 30 or 40, you know, 30 years ago. I mean, I look back to when my kids were, were younger, you know, mm. um, um, and there's just so many opportunities for kids today yeah. to, um, to know more. Uh, because of technology, um, kids Internet. at a younger age are getting on social media. They're, you know, they're they're in schools. I mean, I know in in, in our schools, um, you know, they're provided a um, an iPad, you know, mm. a notebook, uh, iPad thing, so that they can uh, do research and do their work on on there. And you know, back thirty years ago, uh, we we just didn't have that. You know, we had had to look it up, you know, in the old book, you know. <laughs> and so anytime, I believe that anytime we have so much uh, opportunity um, to put our hands on information, mm. um, it, it causes us to, especially kids, you mm. know, I think it gets them to a point where they're like, hey, I know as much as you, you know. <laughs> <laughs> they know as and much so, as the teacher. <laughs> yeah, you know, and so sometimes that can bring about attitudes, you know, mm. that uh, are frustrating and maybe a little bit difficult to deal with. Yeah. But, um, you know, I just, I think kids have more opportunities. And yeah. I also think uh, that today, you know, parents are busier. Sometimes some parents yeah. are, are working two or three jobs yeah. trying to make ends meet. And so that does make it more difficult um, to parent their children, mm. um, you know. Um, and so I, 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 we're just in a, you know, we're just in a different, in a different world. And uh, to kind of tie this in with something you were talking about a while ago, um, you know, I, I think when parents do things for their kids all the time, yeah. I, I, I think it's, it comes from a, it comes from a good place in their heart. Uh, I know for me, I, I grew up and we, we didn't have a lot. Yeah. You, you've told me your story, you yeah. know, and we didn't have a lot. We didn't, we didn't have a lot of toys. We didn't get to spend yeah. money on things that we wanted. And so whenever I had kids, my first thing was, I want my kids to have better than what I have. Yeah. That comes from a good place right. because we do. However, we have to stop and think about if I give my kids everything they want, what is that teaching them? If I do everything for them, what is that teaching them? Yeah. And unfortunately, it teaches them that this concept of if I want something, I'm supposed to get it. Yeah. If I can't, if I don't want to do something, somebody else will do it for me. Yeah. And when they go out in life and they have those two mindsets, they're not going to be successful. You know, they're going to have, they may eventually be, but there's going to be a learning curve there before, <laughs> before they get there. So I think, uh, you know, talking about balance, I think that's where you have to balance your desire as a parent to mm. want your child to have a better life than you with what are the things that I need to be doing so that they have a good life, but yet they learn how to do these different strategies that will help them be more successful in adulthood. Yeah, and and, and you you really nail it for uh, with that question that the parents should ask themselves: uh, What is it in for the children? Is it helping them or is it diminishing them? Uh, yeah, as, I w I would not say being successful, being able to be in the workforce in the future. 
because mm-hmm. if they do not know of all this, like uh, I, I guess it's always setting us setting a standard for our children. Like you were saying that, hey, if everything we give it to them in the future when they became adult, working adults, they went, they go into the society, and people say, no, you should, you cannot have this. And what, what would happen to them? That was yeah. that is something that is in my mind. Would they crush and that means their 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 heart will be crushed, or maybe someone rejected them and they feel so so bad, and that's why maybe they will do silly things from there, mm-hmm. or they will not be able to control their emotions and they start hitting people. You you might not know what will be that repercussion. That what what is the seed that you're planting now? Yeah. And, and, you know, Kenneth, whenever, when, if you think about your child and you, you look forward to them, uh, holding down a job, uh, mm. you know, is their boss going to hold their hand the way that we as parents do? Yeah. They're not. And so what is that going to bring about for the, for your child? It's going to bring about until they do something different. Uh, it's going to bring about a series of they're not going to be able to hold a job down mm, yeah. because nobody's the, the boss is not going to do the work for them. The boss is not going to, uh, you know, be kind and considerate necessarily when they don't feel like doing something or, you know, and so as parents, sometimes we really, um, we, we really hold our kids back by not mm. giving them opportunities. And I'm yeah. talking about genuine opportunities that are developmentally Mm. Uh, appropriate yeah. for your child at the ages that they are. There's yeah. ways at every age to give your kids opportunities to yeah. develop independence. All right, and 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 you when you mentioned that that part, right? It just um triggered that that memory in me. Uh, that's why I'm very thankful that my dad did not give me a lot. That's why I, I I it became a part of me to strive for a lot of things that I wanted. Mm-hmm. That I make effort like in sales, in business, in anything I want, even writing a book. Like I realized that whatever I set myself for, I will just make it happen. Yeah, that's, that's a great point, Kenneth. You know, uh, whenever I was talking earlier about confidence hmm. or low confidence, see, as parents, if we do everything for our kids and then they get out and we don't teach them along the way to do things, because how do you gain confidence? You gain confidence by doing. Yeah. You, might, you might not be successful at it, but you learn something and then you're able to try it again and you, you just keep on. We've got to teach our kids that. But if we don't give them those opportunities, then whenever they get up into their teenage years or their adulthood, they're like, they don't have anything to, to build from because mom or dad has always done it for them. And now yeah. they're out on their own and they don't have any confidence in their ability to be successful in the things that they want to be successful in. So we, we just have to give them, you know, we have to give them those opportunities because it's, it's good for them, hmm. you know? Yeah. That, that, thanks a lot. And, and uh, time really flies and I, I believe that we can do this like another episode or what, uh, <laughs> but maybe um, you can share with us that um, because you, you are run, now currently running your own business. So do you believe in balancing your, parenthood and your business well again i will have to say the uh the answer to that i I, i'm not i'm not so sure it's about balancing but it gets back to focusing on your core values Mm. and 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 i say core values it might be for somebody else uh you know 
the, the things that you want to accomplish. I really believe that every person needs to sit down and think about how do I want my life to be in all of these different areas. Mm-mm. And then you're able to make decisions that don't put you out of whack in your time, in who you give your attention to, in you know, all of those different areas. So that knowing those core values or those things that you want to accomplish and then asking yourself when other things start coming into you that look good, but to be able to say, oh, does this line up with this? Mm. And if it doesn't, then saying no to it, it is a form of balancing your life, mm. you know? <laughs> yeah. And, and you have touched a, a, a point that I always shared also, that um, balancing is not about really like what we know, like a weighting scale, like a 50-50. Uh, it's very much of what I call self-awareness. Mm-hmm. And in order to have that self-awareness, you need to discover yourself. That's why I bring uh, my coachee through this, what I call the self-discovery process. Then from there, they will be able to map up and understand and have that self-awareness. And that is where, yes. uh, they, from, from self-awareness, that's when they will start to craft or even to state um, their three piece their passion, mm-hmm. purpose, and profit. Because yes. without their self-awareness, they are not able to know, hey, where am I going? Where am I good at? What's my talent? What's my calling? What's my core values? Um, because with that self-awareness, it basically solves a lot of things because a lot of times we do not have that time, like you mentioned. We really have to sit down, reflect, going through all the questions and start finding the answer for it before we can move to the next step. Mm-hmm. That's why a lot of people are not moving on. They are stuck. And uh, from a lot of no, golden nuggets that you have shared, so maybe can, you can share with the audience how they can get connected with you, Susie. Um, well, I have a website. It's susiemeals.com, and meals is spelled M-E-A-L-S, like a meal you would eat. <laughs> so uh, susiemeals.com. And then I do have a business Facebook page. Uh, it is Susie Meals Life Coaching uh, mm. on Facebook. Um, and I have Instagram and it's Susie Mills. Um, uh, so anyway, that's, that's how, uh, people can connect with me. i I write blogs. I try to write a, a weekly blog and I mm. do some posts on Facebook and, um, anyway, that's how they can connect with me. That's good. So for those who are, uh, want, uh, who wants to connect with Susie, you can check out the description that I posted in, uh, with this, uh, live video and you can get connected with her she will be more than glad to really help you out or even in your parenting skill or even get a copy of her book so um last but not least uh, as i mentioned in the beginning of the show that every guest get to ask the question of the day out to the audience and also to the next guest so susie are you ready with your question of the day yes i am yeah okay my question is um, are the attitudes, the behaviors, and the actions that you have moving you toward the person that you want to be? Well, that, that's a very long question. Will you be able to uh, repeat it again? Maybe to rephrase yes. it. <laughs> okay. Are the attitudes, behaviors, and actions... Mm moving you toward the person you want to be. Okay. 
So in other words, are you, are the things that you do, you know, which when I say things, I'm talking about the attitudes, behaviors, are your attitudes, behaviors, and actions, are they moving you towards the person you want to be or not? Okay. So I'll repeat the question of the day posted by Susie, which is, are the attitudes, behaviors, and action moving you towards the person you want to be? Okay. Yeah. So, so this question go out to the next guest and also out to those who are tuning in and watching. Um, this will be Susie's question of the day. And uh, last but not least, any last advice for the mothers who are thinking of pursuing their passion or even stepping into business, Susie? Well, you know, again, identify what it is that you want, <laughs> you know? Uh, because there'll be times of frustration, especially if, um, you know, you're trying to start something new and you're trying to parent and all, all of that. And so I challenge you to write it down, have it, have it clear what it is you want to achieve. And then whenever you get frustrated or times get hard or you want to throw your hands up and quit, uh, go back to that uh, and look at it, you know, what it is you want to do and why, what, what is your purpose in wanting to do it? Because in remembering the why, that's usually the motivation that we need to, yeah. to keep on going. Yeah. Thanks a lot for the last advice. Uh, for those who are watching, uh, do check it out. Um, do, do really take this um, advice from, and a lot of golden nuggets from this episode from Susie about parenting your child with purpose. And um, that's all for today. And uh, Kenneth here signing off with Susie. Thank you for watching. Thank you for tuning in. And thanks, thank everyone. And thanks, Susie, for making time onto my show. And uh, okay, I shall thank you so much. You're welcome. <laughs> and thank you, everyone, for tuning in. And I'm Kenneth here, signing off with Susie. Thank you very much. And I see you guys in the next episode. See you. Bye bye.